Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harridge here with your Daily VR Investing Podcast. A uh, mixed but actually strong finish to the week uh, after we got bad uh, earnings reports last uh, uh, after the close yesterday from both Intel and IBM. Since the uh, Dow futures down as much as over 300 points uh, in uh, late night trading, but uh, different story once the market opened. NASDAQ finished higher on the day. Russell 2000 finished higher on the day. Our leaders continue to lead. Uh, let's go through the numbers. Dow Jones down 179 points, closing at 30,996. That's a loss of just right at six cents of 1%. S&P 500 down uh, three cents of 1% at 3841. And again, Russell 2000 at uh, up a big 1.3% today at 2168. NASDAQ recovering all of its losses, finishing higher by 12 points. At 13,543, that's a, a new all-time high in NASDAQ. And our, uh, and our yields continue to filter back down. Tenure now back to 1.09%. VIX today was up slightly, right up uh, 2.7% at 21.91. So far for the month of January, and again, as goes January, so goes the rest of the year. That's a rule that actually holds up pretty well. Uh, today, uh, as, of, as of today... We have NASDAQ for the month of uh, January up over 5%, Russell 2000 up over 8%, Dow Jones up just over 1%, and Standard & Poor's 500 up uh, right at uh, 2.2% for the month so far. Uh, February is not the kindest of months. If you're just looking at the uh, kind of analytics of this from a point of view of a new administration coming into power, February is actually uh, on average down about uh, just right just under 2% on average. But honestly, folks, with the strength of this market, with the liquidity in this market, we talk about it often here, $15 trillion in fresh global liquidity, fiscal and monetary, uh, with earnings that are about to blow the doors off for Q1 and Q2, uh, forget about Intel and IPM, this market's looking forward. This market continues to look forward, and we're really seeing it in the internals. Now, remember, as I tell you these numbers, okay, the Dow was down 179 points today. Right, uh, six tenths of one percent. S and P five hundred down three tenths of one percent, but you would not know it from looking at the internals. This is what matters much more than any broad market index readings we get at the end of the day. It's why we, we key off these so so much, and and just check these out again. Positives across the board, not a single negative. <laughs> it, it is stunning. I, it is just stunning because I it, you, this this is painting a picture of a market that's just going to keep charging higher. And uh, frankly, you know, we've had now, we had back-to-back days of bad internals. Uh, Not bad. We had back-to-back days of weak-ish internals. And now today, here we go again, just back to the upside. Solids across, uh, green across the board, an advanced decline, up-down volume. As a matter of fact, in NASDAQ, we had 1.4 billion more shares uh, trade positively than negatively. Uh, And that's with a NASDAQ that was down almost all day long, deep into the red, on the back of those uh, Intel and IBM earnings. Same thing with uh, advanced decline. Again, positive across the board. Not two to one even, but it doesn't matter. These are still positive readings. This is a sign of a market that wants to do one thing, and that is keep going higher. It just is. Um, and also, uh, uh, again, new 52-week highs to lows. We had to, This is uh, combined NYC and NASDAQ. 421 stocks hitting new 52-week highs to just eight hitting new 52-week lows. So it's a trifecta across the board from our internals. Not not quite so great uh, in the sector watch today. We had uh, eight uh, S&P 500 sectors finished low in the day. 
three finished higher. Uh, led to the downside by financials, down 7 tenths to 1%. Charts actually shaping up pretty well there on this pullback. Same thing with energy, and that we're looking at uh, XLF for the financials, ETF, and energy. We're looking at XLE. Uh, we may be acting on those again uh, this week. We, we own this group fairly aggressively already as far as energy goes. Uh, both were down today by about a half percent. Nothing big there. Uh, on the upside, again, no great shakes here. Real estate up 3 tenths to 1%. No big losses, no big gainers either way. Looks to be a pause that refreshes. Uh, and uh, uh, the interesting thing about this is that, again, talking about cycles, the, the Monday, the 25th, is a cycle low for the markets. You know, we talked in December and early January about the uh, Santa Claus rally, right? Uh, the last five days of the year are strong. The first two days of the new year is strong. And then all the gurus told us we'd have a sell-off in the month of January. How'd that work out? Again, liquidity, earnings, the two things that matter most. Don't fight the tape. Don't fight the Fed. This market is looking very, very good to us. Uh, and uh, we're seeing a lot of strength, as Tyler reminded me today, in, in big cap, mega cap tech. Apple today, new all-time high. Uh, so I think Google right there as well. The FANG names that were really had done nothing uh, for about a four-month period. Uh, that turns out that looks to be like they were basing. And now they're moving higher because the earning strength is, is just so incredibly strong there. Unlike IBM and Intel, we're almost certainly going to see some unbelievable earnings in technology uh, for this quarter. Of course, Q4 of 2000 and for the first two quarters of, uh, of 2021 this year. And, um, you know, if I sound a little, uh, maybe a little monotonous about this, you know, we, this has been our message for some time. We've been in back-of-the-truck territory, and uh, that's because this, this does feels like 1998 to 1999. It feels like a very special year, a uh, couple of years for the markets. They had the great recovery coming out of the coronavirus insanity, and it's just not wanted to slow down. We've had a few pauses here and there. Of course, there were a lot of concerns about having a new Biden administration. Folks, I've reviewed these executive orders. <laughs> Matter of fact, I've got them right in front of me here. They're nonsense. These executive orders are nonsense. Yeah, you can you can certainly make the point about uh, no uh, new no new drilling, no new no new leases on federal land uh, for oil and gas. Certainly, that's got the ability to have some downside potential. The same thing with the uh, the, the Canadian pipeline. Uh, not not you know not, that all those jobs will be gone. No question, that's going to have an impact. But probably more than anything, than the jobs that will be lost is that oil prices will go higher. And, of course, that means that the pump will pay more as well. But outside of that, you look at his executive orders, and it's, um, it's just oatmeal. It's like three-day-old oatmeal. There's just nothing. Who would want it? Nothing to Who wants to talk about it? There's nothing to it. Uh, uh, we think this administration is really the first in our history, uh, certainly that I, in my lifetime, that is purely being run by the establishment, by the deep state establishment, uh, Biden and Harris are leaders in name only. These are puppet presidencies. Uh, probably we switched, uh, swap, uh, at least uh, Harris will probably be becoming president at some point this year. But you know what? The best psyop of all is to keep this market going higher. Because if folks are making money in the 401k, they're making money in the markets, let's say they're making 30, 40, 50% a year for a couple of years in the markets. They're much less apt to be concerned about a stolen election that just took place. 
They were, they were determined to get rid of Trump. They, whatever it took, they got rid of Trump. So far, I'm not, I, I'm not seeing signs that we have a lot to be concerned about, about old man Biden and uh, the, whoever Kamala Harris is. No one really even knows who she is. The point is, we're going to stay focused on the markets. Now, maybe for, maybe for a few years, we can just ignore politics, put it in our rearview mirrors, focused on building our businesses, making money in the markets, uh, and uh, maybe becoming friends again with our family. How about that? Uh, finally, today in our commodity watch, gold today down $13 an ounce. Again, the stimulus pr- program that Biden, again, he has, he has no ability to get things done outside of very weak executive orders and executive actions. Uh, his $1.9 trillion stimulus bill, he's already being told, he's being told by the leaders in the House and the Senate that that's not going to work. They've already told him, right, that this man has no power, no teeth. He's been told that he's got to scale that back to probably the $1 to $1.2 trillion area. Again, that's, that's not great for precious metals, right? That's the way the markets look at it. There's still so much funny money floating around out there. That really, in the, the big picture, it's not going to matter. We're in long-term bull markets for precious metals and miners in this entire group. But in the short term, that is why you see gold decline a bit today. Again, down $13 an ounce at $18.52. Silver today down $0.36 an ounce at $0.36 an ounce at $25.49. Copper off $0.03 cents at $3.61 a pound. Uh, oil today down $1.05 a barrel at $52.08. And finally, and this is a, actually something to keep an eye on with Bitcoin. Bitcoin collapsed by uh, 30% in uh, what was that? Uh, that's been in what, two weeks? 30% decline, a high of 42,000. Uh, early this morning, it dropped below 30,000. It's declined to 30% before rallying today, uh, finishing right now at $1,500 a Bitcoin at 33,388. The key here, and if you're, again, if you're bullish on equities, the key for Bitcoin is you want to see Bitcoin continue to move higher because for the last three years, it's had a very strong tendency, a, a strong correlation, actually, to lead the markets in both directions. So the last thing we want to see is Bitcoin uh, get uh, regulated out of business. Probably wouldn't be good for liquidity in the markets because so many now have embraced cryptocurrencies. But uh, you have to know, folks, with the upside comes the downside. Yeah, Bitcoin can be regulated down to zero. And it certainly, in our view, could be hacked to zero. No one can promise you that can't happen. Uh, no one can tell you even who created it. It's a little bizarre, right? Still, we do recommend ownership. We've owned it for a long time here. Know what the risks are. Know what you own. And only invest what you can afford to lose. Folks, hope you had a great week. And uh, as always, I uh, appreciate you uh, tuning in with us here. Uh, join us anytime at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. We'll see you back here again Monday after the close.